welcome back to another episode of Goddess Unbound. We are so happy to have you here. I'm Adina. And I'm Kaden. And we are international besties who never met in real life. But what is real life? Join us every week to break the social taboos and to unbind your soul to live as your most authentic self. In this podcast, we talk about all things spirituality, energetics, the law of attraction, the divine feminine, psychology, and so much more. Woo! Before we begin, we'd like to invite you to drop in and take a breath with us. Inhale. Exhale. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Unbound. Uh, as Alina and I are sitting here recording this episode, we are in the final days of being official IIN students. We are nearing graduation, and it is absolutely insane. This whole year has completely transformed both of our lives, I think, with IIN being one of the best, in my opinion, fundamental points to start a process like this and create the confidence and knowing that we can do whatever we want, especially in the health and wellness space, especially in creating a healthier and happier world. For me, it feels kind of surreal. Like, I don't really believe that it's over soon. <laughs> I don't know how you feel, Alina, but it's very odd that we're going to be done soon. And, you know, the tests are over and all of our criteria is met. And we uh, flew through IIN with flying colors. It's just very weird that it's over. <laughs> yes. Whoop, whoop. We almost finished. I'm really so excited for the both of us. And, This is why it's just fitting to talk about a bit more about the core concepts of IRN today and especially what primary and secondary food means. And mm. I think I talk for the both of us when I say that this was really such a life-changing experience. Yeah. And I can say it was really one of the best investments I ever made for myself, for my health, for my family and friends. And also, this is how we met, right? <laughs> yes, yes. And that's the weirdest part is like week, I mean, weeks into IIN, Alina slid into my DMs on Facebook, like weeks into it. So we're nearing our official like one year friend anniversary. And I know we said mm -hmm. this in the, in the first episode, but it doesn't feel like only a year. Like you got to be kidding me. Like, yeah, that's it. No, no, there's no way. So <laughs> it's like a lifetime. <laughs> right. It feels like lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes in the best way possible. But it's just so mind blowing to kind of come full circle and be in that reflective space of looking back and seeing how far mm -hmm. we've both come within the last year. I mean, before we graduated IIN, we started a podcast and we're on episode 12. Like to yeah. me, that's insane. Yeah. Like before IIN, yes. I would have never, ever thought about doing something like this. And when I brought the yeah. idea to Alina and was like, hey, girl, like <laughs> I've been wanting to do this podcast. Like, how do you feel? You want to do it with me? 
even then we were both like, what are we doing? What are we doing? There's like, you know, all of this stuff was coming up. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. But we pushed through it, harnessed the confidence that we got from IIN and knowing that we can change the world. And here we are, our fancy microphones and all of this love in our hearts because we are almost officially alumni of IIN. And that is such an honor. Holy crap. Yeah, definitely. So I think the best way is to just dive into what IIN stands for and the core concepts of IIN. So IIN has many seven core concepts, and these are bioindividuality, primary food, secondary food, go back to basics, diet is bioindividual, and crowd out. So bioindividuality, what does this even mean? This means that every person is individual. <laughs> every person is not like the other. You are unique and every person also has different needs and these needs can also change over time. And one person's cure could be another person's poison. The second one, primary food, is everything that is off the plate. And we will dive into this, especially in this episode, a bit later. Secondary food is everything that you're consuming so that you're eating. Go back to basics. This means that you don't have to make it like super complicated. When you are unsure about something or when you're unsure about your diet, you can always go back to basics. Just think about it, maybe what your grandma ate, right? Or how your ancestors lived. Because so often it's we are making <laughs> it more complicated than it has to be. I think that's, yes. <laughs> right. that's the feeling that I'm getting when I hear go back to basics. It's that we live in a society where everything has to be complicated because if it's not complicated, then it must not be right. Yes, think, definitely. Yeah, I think one of the best things that IIN has taught me and has reinforced for me, and I know I've said this before, is life is supposed to be good for you and simple. Mm -hmm. And when you can allow yourself to go back to the simplicity of enjoying life from a spiritual, mental, emotional place and a health and wellness space, your whole outlook will shift. Continue, Alina. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Kaden, for saving me here. So I definitely believe that so often we are bombarded with all these different options, but it can be so simple, yes. And then the other one, diet is bio-individual. So this kind of goes hand in hand with bio-individuality that there might always be people who say dairy is like poison, meat is poison. And then there are the vegans, vegetarians. But then on the other side, there are these meat eaters. And I believe that everyone needs to decide for themselves what is best for them and with which diet they feel the best. For example, for me, I have been vegan, I have been vegetarian, I ate meat when I was younger, but over time I just developed, I think I was like, I don't even know, like 13 or 14 years old, I couldn't swallow meat anymore. This is just how it was. Nothing really happened, but I just couldn't swallow it anymore. And this is how I decided to stop eating meat and then I decided to stop drinking 
cow milk because I personally didn't like it. And I made the decision for myself and I just found out through trial and error basically what works for me. But this doesn't mean that the same diet might work for you. And there are even people who eat raw and I trade this for I think a couple of days even. But this is definitely not my diet. And that's mm. totally okay. But it's also totally okay when war is your diet. So mm -hmm. you really have to see for yourself what works. And yeah. quoting out, this means that there are always foods like processed foods that obviously are not really great for your health. And when you have health problems, the first thing you should or you could do is just quoting out and seeing which food is not so good for your body. So you could start with crowding out processed foods. You could then crowd out high inflammatory foods like sugar or dairy. It can also be inflammatory. Gluten can be inflammatory. So you can just see for yourself which food is not working super good with your body by crowding out. And then with that, Alina, I just want to add a little yeah. with that. So crowding out is something that I encourage my clients to do just because it's going back to the simplicity of shifting your life to be as healthy as you can possibly be. And I'm going to say this, I, you know, I might get some flack here and there, but I do not stand for diet culture. I don't. I don't know. I think there's just a ton of diets out there and all of them claim to be the best one. And going back to what Alina said about bioindividuality, if you're on a vegan diet, if you're on a vegetarian diet, if you're on a more of a, a generalized diet that works for you, that's great. But you don't have to diet to be healthy. And I think yes. that's a stigma that's floating around everywhere is I have to get on some diet that works for me to be healthy. And I don't believe that. So I'm sorry if <laughs> I'm offending people or <laughs> somebody is not happy with me, but I just cannot stand behind diet culture, especially in this society right now. Eat what makes you feel good. Do what makes you feel good and figure out what works best for you. And to go back to crowding out, Alina gave you a lot of the information, but the physical actions around crowding out is basically like if you have a high processed diet, if you are eating fast food all the time, no judgment here. I'm just using it as a, an example because I was one of these people. I didn't feel like I could make the time to cook, so I ate out all the time. I ate very high processed foods. I was 17 when I moved out and lived on my own. I didn't know this is a food that's provided for me that I don't have to cook myself. Of course, I'm going to eat it. To crowd out instead of saying, I'm not eating any of this anymore ever and shocking my nervous system and just removing everything and replacing it all at one time with greens and vegetables and healthy whole grains and nutritious foods and local foods and kind of shocking my body from eating all processed to all organic and natural and whole foods would be insane. <laughs> we don't work like yeah. that. Our bodies have to acclimate. Our minds have to acclimate. Our emotional states have to acclimate. So that's where crowding out comes in is, okay, here I am. I eat a lot of processed foods and I don't want to do that. So instead of removing things from our diet 
from our daily lives and you can use crowding out in any area of your life. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about it. But we're using food as an example today. I'm eating all of these processed foods and I I would rather eat a lot more whole foods. Instead of removing all of that, you're just adding stuff in. So instead of saying, I can't eat any of this anymore, we're going to say, I'm going to add greens into my diet. I'm going to add a all organic whole fruit smoothie to my breakfast. Or I'm going to cook a meal at home with all organic fresh ingredients for dinner three times a week. And the more you crowd out, the more you add more nutritious foods or, or better feeling foods into your diet, the rest will fall away. So as soon as you yeah. get into the routine of just adding more stuff into your diet instead of looking at it like taking stuff out, you'll get into the habit of crowding out and you'll just add the stuff that you want. Don't really, you know, think too much about the stuff that you don't want. It will eventually fall away. And that's the basic idea around crowding out. I just wanted to clarify that a little bit. I didn't know if anybody would fully understand the process, but <laughs> I think we're all good now. Yeah. And I quickly want to add something there as well, Kaden. Yeah, go so, ahead. So um, I love that you said this with dieting because we both do not stand for dieting at all. And I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I definitely also have a past with dieting and trying out diets, different diets. And none of these diets have worked for me in the long run. And I just want to say that also with crowding out, when you are really honest to yourself, does this food that you're eating right now, does processed food make you feel great? Because I don't think so. When I no, ate... It doesn't. Or sometimes processed foods or high inflammatory foods. I've had awful, always. You know, you always think, oh, maybe this is normal because you're like bloated. This is normal. You're tired. This is normal. You don't have energy. This is normal. But it's not. Your food should make you feel energized, should make you feel wider, should make you feel alive. And just think about it this way. When you eat gray, dead food, of course, you're going to feel that and you will look gray. <laughs> but yeah. when you eat colorful food, like fruits and veggies, you will feel alive because these foods are also alive, right? right. And this is really simplifying your diet. Just think about it this way. Which food will make me feel alive? Which food will make me feel like I'm dead? <laughs> yeah, and exactly. What Hayden said, I love this as well. So often we get stuck in this idea, oh no, I cannot eat this, I cannot eat this. And we get stuck in these so-called restrictions. But just see it from this perspective that you have so much more room for all of these things that you have never tried before. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many, like plenty of veggies and fruits out there. And I'm sure that you have not tasted every single veggie and every single food on this planet already and yeah. you know you can also make it fun like an experiment you can go in a, another store or in an organic store and you can just look around and try out new things and just make it a fun experience to try out yeah for sure and if you guys haven't found or checked out Alina's holistic page aside from goddess unbound holy crap this girl is so inspiring with all of her like 
<laughs> recipes and vegan chocolate. Come on, what? And all these things. I mean, she's inspiring all the time. I still have to make a lot of these recipes and I don't know if we're going to drop the news quite yet, but I've, I have a feeling very soon we're going to start trying them out and implementing yes. them because it's crazy. I think that's where you started, right, Alina? You started in, in yes, healthy eating I and do. healthy living yes. um, with really healthy recipes. And she still has some great content on there. So if you haven't checked it out, go look at Alina's Instagram. It's absolutely insane. It'll make you <laughs> hungry for all the good foods, I promise. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say because your Instagram is beautiful to look at all the foods. Oh, thank you so much, Kaden. And yes, I just quickly want to mention here, I did start with only foods. And the reason why I did this was because I wanted to transfer this message in the world that only because you might avoid gluten or you might avoid dairy or you might be vegan and gluten free, you can still eat so many beautiful things. And this is really just like if you take out one message from this episode, I hope it will be that there's so many delicious, healthy foods out there that you can eat. And food and diets do not have to be restrictive and do not have to be about dieting. And there should be fun and you should enjoy eating. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. So I think it's a good time to dive now into primary food, shall we? Yes. Ooh, yes. And it's it's so funny because we don't, I mean, obviously our podcast is about all things self-help, spirituality, energetics, holistic health, nutrition, psychology, you know, you know the drill. But Alina and I are so passionate about the spirituality and the energetics and, and all mm -hmm. the things to shift your emotional state and your mindset. But when you get us talking about IIN and healthy living and healthy food <laughs> and feeling great physically, man, we're just as passionate. I mean, the fire in this yeah. episode already is crazy. But yeah, we're going to dive into primary food and to me, this is, my, this is my favorite thing. When we opened the first couple of modules of IIN and they were teaching us about the concept of primary food over secondary food, which is the food on your plate, what we just ranted about, I was like, holy crap, why doesn't everybody, like, why isn't this a global mutual understanding? Because mm -hmm. when you start to look at life in this way, if you haven't already, which I am surrounded by some of the most beautiful souls on the face of the planet, and, and we all kind of encourage each other to keep this in mind, but welcome to the club. If this is your first time hearing about primary food, I am honored and so excited to share this with you. But basically, primary food is what nourishes you off the plate, and there's four core parts. They are your relationships, your physical activity, your career, and your spirituality or religious practice. Those four core areas of your life, if one of them is out of whack, if one of them is not filling your cup, you could drink kale, green juice, friggin' mm -hmm. all the, of the healthiest foods on the face of the planet for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I could almost bet, but you'd still kind of feel like shit. I'm just going to say it. And <laughs> I love this concept 
of making sure that these primary foods are where you want them to be, where you desire them to be before overthinking about what the food you're putting into your body. Because if you have suffering relationships, you're not going to feel very good because your relationships are suffering. If you're not moving your body, if that looks like stretching in the morning or running a 10K marathon every day, you're not going to feel as great as you could if, if you were moving your body and exercising every day. If you hate your job, you're not going to feel the best. And in our opinion, and you all know that I am so fired up about spirituality, if you don't have a connection to something bigger than all of us here, and I I'm very close to somebody who does not, and it's very painful for me, and that might be another episode for another day. But if you don't have some sort of practice to connect you to the earth or to connect you to animals or to connect you to whatever higher being it is that lights your soul on fire, there could be a little bit of resistance there. And I say that in the way that I say that because I know religion and spirituality and and all those kinds of things can be a little bit more of a touchier subject. Um, So I'm just going to touch on that one. Y'all know how I feel. And then we can dive into what IN calls the circle of life, which is basically all four of those concepts broken down into a wheel that that you can see in a physical form and you can turn it into a worksheet too. I love to ask my clients to fill one of these out things I in, but it's a great tool. And all 12 of the littler parts out of the four that I just mentioned are creativity, finances, career, education, health, physical activity, home cooking, home environment, relationships, social life, joy, and spirituality. And I'll just dive into the practice because if you want to do it at home, I highly encourage you to do it. It's really fun. So you have all 12 kind of in a circle, like a pie diagram almost. And in each category, you can reflect where you're at in your life, in your journey right now, and put a dot either towards the middle of the circle if it's something you want to work on and you don't feel very strong in it or you know it's an area that you need to focus on or all the way on the outside of the circle if you feel like you're getting the most out of this area of your life. And you can do that for all 12 and then connect all the dots and you'll kind of see where you can focus a little bit more of your energy and where you feel really good and you can maintain that area of your life. And I'll just say from my experience, I did this for the first time on the 19th of July of 2021, which is almost a year ago. And I was really struggling. Like looking back at this sheet of paper that I'm looking at right now to kind of (laughs) describe it to you, like I don't think any of mine were on the outer, outer circle. So I was a really closed in like tiny little circle of All of these areas of my life that I really wanted to work on. My spirituality was up there. My creativity was up there. My home environment was up there. My relationships were doing okay. And everything else was kind of like bleh. 
right? <laughs> I'm just going to expose myself, just put myself out there. And while we were going through uh, one of our last requirements for graduation, which is uh, coaching circles where you get on on a call with your fellow coaches in the same course and practice your coaching skills and being able to hold space for clients and whatnot. And they had us pull this out and I decided to do it again. And no, I don't have a perfect circle yet, but it is extraordinarily better than it was in July of last year. And I did this already over a month ago, almost two months ago now. So it's a really cool practice to see where you're at. And it kind of clears clears your mind up a little bit where you can add a little bit of focus and energy into the areas of your life that you want to work on. I hope I didn't just like ramble on for 10 minutes, but I think I think that's all I wanted to say about the circle of life. I think I touched everything. Alina, do you have anything to say about that? But I think I think Yes. And I think we can definitely also keep this episode short and quick. And I just wanted to see that my circle of life is also not perfect yet. And to be honest with you, I believe that there's also a good thing comes with imperfections, right? Because only if something is imperfect, you can improve it, right? And if all the areas would be perfect, would be like a 10 out of 10, you couldn't improve, right? And this is not what we want. And if we are being honest, I always like to say we are imperfect, perfect humans. So nothing is perfect. We are not perfect. The world is not perfect. Everything comes in duality. Everything, we always face challenges. So I believe that it's not really possible to achieve a 10 out of 10 in all areas. And Mm. all the areas that you might need to improve will also change over time. As Kaden said, spirituality and career or physical activity might be really great. But then you have other areas that are in the middle somewhere and then some areas that you really need to improve but a year later maybe this might have changed so just keep this in mind that you are not aiming to have everything perfect and 100% achieved because this is also the beauty of life Mm, love it love it so to give you guys a little recap before we jump off the main concepts of primary food were spirituality, career, physical activity, and relationships. And I just quickly want to touch on these before we jump off. So spirituality, what Kaden already said, spirituality means having a religious practice in any kind of form. So it doesn't matter if you believe in the universe, if you believe in Buddha, if you believe in God, if you believe in Allah, you choose you. You can choose which belief fits best for you and what you feel most comfortable about. For example, I would consider myself as an omniist, and this means that I believe truth is found in every religion, but I'm not saying that I only believe in this or I only believe in that, because again, I believe truth is found in every religion, and for me, the whole concept of the universe as a higher self makes the most sense for me personally and that's totally fine and for for you it might be something else wait but it's always really beneficial to have some kind of higher purpose or 
higher belief because you feel so much more connected to your life to your inner being and to everything around you if you have this and it gives you mm -hmm. a lot of faith and faith is really the keyword here as well career career means the things that you do to earn money in a way or that you do for your living or that are your purpose that you do to have an impact in this world this also kind of goes hand in hand with finances with which is also part of the circle of life and mm -hmm. i just quickly want to say to career quickly that i feel like we are in this society where it's sometimes so hard to not follow the path that everyone followed before and to just say, okay, but I'm going in another direction now because I want okay. to do something differently. I want to do something else and to really choose what society wants in a way versus what you really want versus what you are here for versus what your gifts are and what your higher purpose is. And this mm -hmm. is really so funny because right now I'm in a similar path where I'm at a crossroad now and I'm always reflecting if this is something that I want to do or if this is something that society wants me to do. So I want to put this out here as a really high mileage questions that you can ask yourself when it comes to physical activity this means that here's also bioinvigility is a key for some it might be working if they do pilates or yoga but for some other persons it might be working if they do jogging or hit workouts right and you can just choose for yourself for your own unique needs what is most in alignment with you and also this changes over seasons right for example we as women we have our menstrual cycle and there's also called something psychic thinking through movement and through nutrition and throughout these different phases that we have doing our menstrual cycle we might want to do different activities and through the seasonal change you know in winter you might want to do another activity than you do in the summertime so just keep this in mind this can also change over time and the last one relationships relationships are so important because we as humans we are not meant to be alone we are always mm -hmm. meant to be with other persons we are meant to be social and Of course, you can be an introvert as well, right? But it's so important to have your safety net, to have good relationships. And these include your family, these include your friends, these include your co-workers, basically everyone who is in contact with you in some kind of way. So yeah, I think now we touched on everything. If you want to learn more about IRN, feel free to reach out to us you know where to find us and we also have the possibility to give you a free sample class if you want to see if IRN can be something that is in alignment with you and if you want to deepen your education when it comes to health and fairness and if you want to have an impact mm, wow <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if we had some listeners join IIN and become health coaches with us oh my gosh that would be such a fun yes idea oh my goodness so yeah if you guys are interested even a little bit let us know we'll give you the whole rundown um but yeah it completely changed our lives for the better we have all of this knowledge and i'm sure we can make 
many episodes about the things that we've learned from mm-hmm. IIN, but we will uh, tie this episode up with a pretty little bow and uh, we'll see you next week. You know the drill. As always, mark your calendars for every Monday at 11, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time and every Monday at 8, 11 p.m. Mid-European Time. Don't forget. If you loved this episode, please share it with someone you know who could get huge value out of it. And please show us some love by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening to Spotify, hit the five-star button. It really would mean the world to us. It helps support us and our show, and it helps spread our message. And remember, make today special.